1: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision.
0: Let's turn our attention to a focus on what is coming over the next 10 years. There'll be lots of mission organisations all over the world who are mindful that we're into a decade that leads up to the time when you might say Uh, the power of the Holy Spirit came and the first church was born on the day of Pentecost. And the date of that takes us back to the year 33 AD. And here we are in uh, 2023. And so there's a 10-year gap up until that 2,000-year anniversary. Well, one mission teacher and trainer who's been giving real uh, thought to this 10 years is Robin Johnson. Robin Johnson leads the organisation called Beyond Here, ministering into Southeast Asia. He's also the founder of the Million Praying Men. And back with us once again today, Robin, welcome back to 2020. Hi Neil, great to be back. Uh, Robin, uh, just quickly on this 10-year time cycle in the lead up to 2033, I think it's an organisation called Empowered 21 that's drawing real attention to that 10-year
1: period. Uh, yes, yes, it is, and it's—I uh, guess I don't know if you call it—a coalition of of global leaders from from nations all over the world that that have come together. for This
0: and your encouragement for people is to think seriously about a decade, because sometimes we need to have some sort of uh, compartmentalising of a time frame uh, in order to contextualise the sort of goals that we might set, and a ten-year time frame actually you know, it fits pretty well with a lot of people with the planning of their life.
1: Yes, and, and of course the goal of Power 21 is, is that every person on earth would have an uh, authentic encounter with Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. But we have to bring that down to our lives and what does that mean to us?
0: When you have someone drawing attention to that, and it doesn't need to be an organisation, but let's uh, let's give a good plug to uh, Empower 21, and listeners might like to find out who they are. But they've identified a 10-year time frame, and now there'll be a countdown uh, to that time in 2033, uh, which will be the date uh, for Pentecost. I mean, I-, I don't know, do you get hung up on, on, on how these dates work?
1: Well, I, I use them as a point of inspiration. And like you said, it now, you know, well, you know, seriously, 10 years. And 10 years goes by so fast. I remember in, in the 1980, there were a similar declaration, you know, let's have a, a decade of, of harvest. Well, here we are in 2023, you know. Well, there's
0: always someone who's going to come up with a decade of harvest, yeah. but if you don't come up with a decade of harvest, uh, then somehow or other you sit around and wait until somebody suggests, as as you say, as a point of inspiration, this is time to prepare and to move and to do something significant. I don't know whether there's special significance around a 2,000-year anniversary to the day of Pentecost, but uh, what do you think about when you think about, inspirationally, uh, the day of Pentecost and a 2,000-year anniversary?
1: Well, without changing subjects, and we (laughs) won't get off the track, um, but, you know, the 2,000 years since the birth of the church, and when the church was birthed, Peter stood up and said, in the last days, So I don't think there's any disagreement (laughs) amongst believers anywhere in the world. We have to be in the last days of the last days. It is a point of
0: reference, isn't it?
1: mm, What's the world's population now? We're, We're over 7 billion, aren't we now?
0: We are, and it continues to grow dynamically, and uh, some people are worried about that. Uh, but as a Christian believer, interestingly, as you see populations continue to grow, uh, there's even more urgency, isn't there, for the uh, proclamation of the gospel? Yes, there is.
1: And and if we honestly look at our own communities, you know, we, we're involved in mission, and we've got a global vision, and we're trying to handle that. Um, but we also have to handle the, the, if you like, the micro. What what's happening to my neighbour? What what's happening down my street? How many how many people in my street actually has had an encounter with Jesus Christ? And those are the people that we've got to think about. And having a decade of harvest, it, it gives us a focus. It gives us a vision. So to break it down. What am I going to do this year? If every believer. That just listening to you and me today, Neil, said I'm going to win at least one person to Christ this year. What an impact that's going to make on our nation.
0: No doubt there'll be a lot of churches who are saying let's make this a decade of harvest too because uh, you might even assume that especially Pentecostal churches might have a focus on uh, the anniversary, the 2,000-year anniversary of the Day of Pentecost, uh, 10 years from now. Uh, a number of conferences, I'm aware of one called uh, an, an Amsterdam conference that's happening this year. That's run by the Empower 21 people, isn't it? Yes, it is,
1: yes. And again, that's, I guess, to bring people together. Um, there, there are multiple, um, multiple, <laughs> multiple um, speakers but again, as a point of inspiration to launch this initiative um and to bring evangelists all over the earth together um, and and really, just to inspire us to to remind us Jesus said, go and and preach to to everyone i you know i don't want to be offensive but but I think we've lost sight of that and I'm, you know I'm, I'm painting a broad stroke here. <laughs> But I think the church has lost the passion for souls. Jesus' first priority was was to win the lost, and told us to go do the same. And we we don't have a lot of time left, whether it's a decade, whether it's twenty years, there there we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Uh, we we're people of eternity. And you know, we believe God will give us a long and fruitful and prosperous life and but you know you don't you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. you don't know what's going to happen to your friend or your relative tomorrow and the church the the believers in this nation and in the nations of the world we, we need to take this seriously. There is an eternity and there's only two destinations and we go to one or the other. We're guaranteed the one through Jesus Christ and that's life eternal. And we need, as the body of Christ, to take this this seriously, that not only are we praying into this harvest, we then need to be prepared to be the answer of those prayers and take the story of Jesus Christ in a simple way, an authentic way, to our neighbors, to our friends, to our families, because we're dealing with eternity and it's a serious thing.
0: We can have our own personal plan affected by having an inspiration like a 10-year countdown to uh, the 2,000-year anniversary of the Day of Pentecost. Mission organizations, as you indicated, there's an alliance of mission organizations. They're all thinking about this 10 years. Uh, You're leading an organization called Beyond Here and uh, ministry into raising up leaders and planting churches in Southeast Asia. I mentioned you're also the founder of the Million Praying Men. Uh, How are you going to be talking about these sorts of things, Robin? Is this something that's a focus for you just to make sure that people are aware that the countdown is on?
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, we're doing it through our newsletters. We're doing that when we get opportunities to speak, um, when we get invited to churches to speak. Um, one of the things that we're combining with with the Million Praying Men initiative is is that we've just released yesterday, um, is asking people to to, to pray into this uh, decade. Um, and what we're going to do, and I know others already do it, and there's lots of material out there, um, is is to focus on a nation. And so we're looking at making a commitment that at least once a month, uh, we will put into our uh, Million Praying Men uh, newsletter, and we may switch it across to the Beyond Here news as well, but um, focus on a nation, um, highlight a nation, um, where we can pray into that nation, and um, pray for opportunities to go, but to pray for the church in those nations. Um, especially in nations that, where it's difficult, where they're facing extreme poverty and, and, and you know, disasters of war, natural disasters, and, and, and where believers are persecuted. Um, you, you know, I don't know if you've looked at it, you, I think you have, but I think one of the fastest growing churches in the world today is in Iran. Um, we don't have any ministry there. Uh, we get reports from different places. So in the middle of this this nation, this uh, Islamic nation, the fastest-growing church in the world.
0: Yes, there are such powerful, uh, wonderful testimonies that are coming from all sorts of nations around the world. And yes, uh, Iran, the uh, fastest-growing church. And then you've got the huge growth that's happening in the continent of Africa and uh, the continent of South America yeah. and uh, you've got China that's burgeoning. Last time we were talking, we were talking about uh, just how significant the growth of the church is, uh, even in some Southeast Asian Southeast Asian countries where, uh, where there's even quite significant persecution there too. No doubt yes. the thought of adopting a nation to pray for a nation and uh, whether you're connected to Open Doors or Voice of the Martyrs, uh, wonderful organizations uh, like Barnabas Fund, where they're dealing with nations on a daily basis where there's persecution. But it's not just the persecuted church, but there are all sorts of nations where we ought to be having a prayer focus. Uh, there used to be all sorts of books on the uh, Christian bookshelves uh, that would have an outline of what's happening in various nations. These days, you can just Google those nations and find out what's going on and how to pray. There's lots of ways you can resource a prayer for a nation, isn't there, Robin?
1: Yes. I mean, we are the most resourced generation that has ever lived. And why aren't we reaching the multitudes? We have the resource. And, uh, yeah, know, Isaiah said that the glory of the Lord is going to cover the earth as as the waters cover the sea. And so we, we're believing Bible. You know, we, we want that glorious name of Jesus Christ to be heard in every nation, to every people, to every tongue. Revelation tells us what heaven's going to look like. They're going to be there. God is committed to this. He's, he's not pull back he's not going well you know this is the end i'm just going to take a rest holy spirit is stirring his church around the world and saying it's time come on it's time we need to reach the world the nations for jesus christ
0: Well, I love your example, Robin Johnson. I've known you for a long time, and uh, last time we were talking, you were telling us how you've taken your own uh, grown-up children into mission contexts in Southeast Asia and into Africa, and you're now taking your grandchildren uh, into some of those nations, and some of those we might even say, well, are you sure, Robin? That sounds a little dangerous, but uh, you're doing some wonderful things uh, what an inspiration it is! A countdown ten years to the two thousand year anniversary of the birth of the church, the day of Pentecost. Uh, let's uh, let me point people to connecting with you, Robin Johnson. Uh, details about uh, your mission focus at beyondhere.org.au. That's beyondhere.org.au, and also the website of the themillionprayingmen.com. The millionprayingmen.com. Robin Johnson, thanks so much for some inspiration today on 2020.
1: Thank you, Neil. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.